daf is daf nun zayin. We uh, left off on daf nun vav amidbeis. We're discussing the Mishnah had spoken about trying to be makadish woman with yisurei hanaa. So the Mishnah had said that if you makadish woman with uh, yisurei hanaa in a mukadash, the kedushin doesn't work. But the Mishnah listed off all of the yisurei hanaa or many of uh, yisurei hanaa. So uh, one of the things, one of the items mentioned in the Mishnah was a shor haniskal. So we're in the middle of the discussion of how we know that a shor haniskal is Asr Bahana'a. So uh, we left off, I believe, at Maskifla Marzutra, which is uh, about 10 lines before the end of the page, um, 11 lines before the end of the page. Maskifla Marzutra. First one line is Maskif. So it says in Maskifla Marzutra, Ve'imahani Mili, maybe, what are Hani Mili? What are we referring to? Just to refresh our memory, Rashi points out, Dashmi'inun Krada, Filu Shachto Asr, that which the Torah tells us, that even if you shecht the shara niskal, meaning obviously if you stone it, it's going to be asr b'achila because it didn't have a shechita. It's it's a, it's a nevela. But the the fact that there's a chiddush in the pasuk that even if you shecht it, it's going to be asr. So maybe that's only hecha debadak tzur v'shachad ba demechzi keskila. That's talking about where you took a sharp edged rock and you shechted with a sharp edged rock where it looks like skila. Maybe since that's similar to skila, so that's going to make the animal Aser. That's a, the Sharnas call is going to be Aser. But Abel Shachte, Besakin but maybe if you Shacht with a normal Shchita knife, maybe then it won't be Aser. Maybe then uh, the Shchita would work and it would be Matir, the Basar of the animal. So says Mar, no, Midi Sakin Baraisaksiv, when you talk about Shchita, does it make a difference whether you Shacht with a knife or whether you Shacht with a, with a sharp edged rock? As long as it fits the qualifications of what it needs for a Kashra Shchita, it doesn't have any Pegimos, it's the proper length, as long as it fits all the other uh, qualifications for what a, a pro, for what you need for a proper shechita, so uh, it doesn't. Mean, the Torah never says anything about a knife. It doesn't have to be a knife. There's no such din. So if uh, if the halach is going to be that it's not going to be kosher after shechita with a rock, then it's not going to be kosher after shechita with a knife either. It's just uh, there's no there's no reason to ever be mechalik va'od tanya b'kol shochtin beimus or beimus chos beimus and uh, forget about. Not only does the Torah not make any distinction, the uh, Brisa says explicitly that you can shecht with all of these things, with all of these items with a knife, with a piece of uh, the edge of a, of a piece of glass with uh, with a reed, a very sharp uh, reed, and again as long as there are no pegimos, as long as it's the proper length, Ryan Shulchanach says that the length of the shechita knife has to be twice the uh, width of the animal's neck right, that from end to end of the animal's neck, because uh, you should be able to shecht with, meaning the halach is your moluch maybe when you shecht. You, not, you don't push down. Drisa passels the shechita. But uh, you should be able to to slide it across the animal's neck uh, without feeling pressure that you don't have enough space on the knife. But as long as you have all the qualities that uh, that a knife requires, so it's going to be it's going to be good. It doesn't have to be a, a shechita knife per se. The hashdud in afkalan so says the gemara. Okay, so now taking a step back, the hashdud in afkalan israchila v'israel na travayim elo yachel. Now that we derive both an israchila and an israna from lo yachel, that's what we pointed out yesterday. That any time the Torah Rabbi Avo Rabbi chiddush, that any time the Torah says lo yachel lo sochu, it includes both an israchila and an israna. So now, if you're going to tell me that uh, we use lo yachel to teach me. Both in Israchila and in Israna. So, hi Balasharnaki Lamayasa. What do we do with the Pasuk Balasharnaki? Because yesterday we wanted to say Balasharnaki is there to teach me 
in Israna. Naki meant, as the Gemara said, like people say, someone was Naki Minachasav. He was wiped out clean, wiped clean of his possessions. So Balashar Naki meant that he's clean of his shar, that he can't get any Hana'a shall klum from it. He can't get any Hana'a whatsoever. But now that we already derived the Israna from Loyachal, what do we do with Balashar Naki? So says Gemara Lanos Oro, we use the Pasuk Balashar Naki to teach me that you're, that you're not allowed to even get Hana'a from the hide of the animal. Not only can't you get Hana'a from the Basar, you can't get Hana'a from the hide. Why would I think otherwise? Salkadai Techamina Loyachal Asbasaro Ksiv Bisaro Asavaro and I think since the Torah specifies the flesh of the animal, the meat of the animal, so it's dafka, the meat that's asr, but the hide is going to be mutter. So therefore we have uh, Balasharnaki to tell me that even the or is going to be asr. The problem is, we had a brysa before, and the brysa said, Beferish, um, that... Uh, uh, that uh, that that it's that bahana uh, minayin said the brisa. How do I know shor niskal is also bahana? Tamulomar ubala sharnaki. Pasuk says ubala sharnaki. So the Rishva points out it, once the brisa says that Ferish, how can we touch up that brisa? To mean that Balasharnaki teaches me the Isra of the hide. It's, it says Beferish in the Brisa that the Isra Hana'a is derived from the Pasuk of Balasharnaki. Aren't we just going against the Brisa now? How can we, uh, we possibly touch up the Brisa in that way? So the Ritva's Mitarates, that really the, when, when, when the Mishnah or the Brisa said that Ain Liel Minayin, it meant Ain Liel means I only would have known things that are Ra'ui La'achila. Are also asubana. Eni el ba'chila doesn't mean I only would know, would know that it's asubachila. I wouldn't know that it's asubana. It means yeah, I would know that it's asubana, but I would only know those things that are be'achila that are ro'ilachila are asubahana. Bahana minayin. What about those things that are only shayich to get hana from, but you can't eat like the hide of the animal, like the or of the behema? So that's what we that's what we have balasharnaki to come to teach you that balasharnaki tells you that even the hide of the animal is asubahana. So it's in fact uh, that, that that in fact could be the kavan of the brisa. We're not necessarily being so ser the brisa over here. Says Gemara Vaiter ulahanak tanoi demafki lehai balasharnaki lechatsi kofer uledmei vlado. But if you already use the pasuk of Balasharnaki to teach me the din of Chatsi Kofer and uh, and Mevlados, which uh, what are these dinim? So if you look at Rashi on the first wide line at the bottom, Lechatsi Kofer Shem Haragas Adam Naki Mechatsi Kofer. That if uh, the shark kills a person, he doesn't pay Chatsi Kofer. Meaning, if the shark is a shark muad and it kills a person, you pay Kofer Shalim. You do pay the real Kofer, the the, the full Kofer. But uh, when he's a shartam, so uh, one might have thought you pay Chatsi Kofer, just like uh, shartam pays Chatsi Nezek. One might have thought you pay Chatsi Kofer. So. So uh, that's why Kamash Malone that he doesn't pay Chatsi Kofer. Demei Vlados relates to if the Shar kills a, 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 hits a pregnant woman and uh, and kills its, the, 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 the baby, kills the fetus. So uh, he, that he does not pay the Demei Vlados. No, a person who uh, who hits a pregnant woman and kills the fetus has to pay the Demei Vlados. But the Shar does not have to. So for those Tanaim who use Baal Shar Naki to teach me that he's clean from having to pay for things, for certain things, the Chatsi Kofer and the Dmei Vlados, so then, Hana Saruminalahu, how do those Tanaim know that you're not allowed to get Hana from the Or, from the uh, from the hide of the uh, of the animal? So answers the Gemara, Me Espisaro. 
from the extra word S in the phrase S Besaro, S Hatafala Besaro, where we dash in the S comes to include not only the, the meat, the flesh, but also that which is Tafel to the, to the flesh as well, namely the R, the Idach, and what's the other Deya who learnt uh, R from Balasharnaki going to do with that S? S lo darish. I'll just say we don't darshan in S. S is not a word in the Torah that you can darshan. And now the Gemara quotes the famous passage from the from Masechus Pesachim. Kedetanya Shimon Amsuni v'Amila Nechemia Amsuni. Either Shimon Amsuni or Nechemia Amsuni. Hayad darish kol S in Shabbat Torah. He would darshan every single S in the entire Torah. Kivan sheigia la S. Hashem elokech atira. Once he got to the phrase S. Hashem elokech atira. Piresh, he decided he can't darshan anymore. Rashi says, He was afraid to, to include anything else that would be equated in any way with Marahamakam. And therefore he said, you know what? There's no drasha for this S. And he said, I'm not uh, darshaning Esim anymore. So I'm a little Talmidov. His Talmidim said to him, but Rebbe, you spent your whole life, every S in the Torah, you know how much, how much thought he must have put into those drashas, how much... Uh, Effort he must have put into it. They said, Rebbe, call us in Shadrashta Matahea Lehem. All those Essen, everything that you, that you, every, all that Torah that you taught us, based on S, what's going to happen with all that Torah? Amalem Kashem Shekibalti Schar al Adrisha, Kachibalti Schar, Kachibalti al Aprisha. Just like I was Makabal Schar for darshaning the Essen, I'm going to be Makabal for, for being Porish from the Drushas as well. Meaning, Enochinami, that's part of life. Sometimes you hold something very strongly, you put a lot of effort into it, you put a lot of work into it. And at the end of the day, you realize it's an invalid uh, approach, and you have to undo it, and you have to be willing to, uh, to, to still keep an open mind about things, and to realize that it may have been a mistake. And that was the attitude, until Rabbi Akiva came along and said, no, there is something to darshan with this S. S Hashem Elokechatira comes to be Marbet Talmidei Chacham. Comes to include that you could have a Mora of Talmidei Chachamim as well. So the, there are a few major questions that uh, that are asked over here. First of all, uh, if Shimon Hamsuni and Nachemi Hamsuni, whoever it was, was able to darshan every single S in the Torah, he obviously must have had a, a fair amount of creativity in darshaning every single S in the Torah. Uh, so he couldn't think of Lerabos Talmidei Chachamim. He couldn't think of that idea. The In fact, the Ahavtas Hashem Elkecha. He must have been Marbet Talmid Chachamim or something or Torah, right? So uh, and and that's that's a difficult equation to make. So why why couldn't he think of the idea of being Marbet Talmid Chachamim over here? So uh, <clears throat> then, what what why was it that it took a Rabbi Akiva to come up? come up with this idea. So the, the, the again, there are a number of approaches that are, that are suggested. The Chassam Sofer, Mesechus Pesachim, has the following, what I think is a beautiful approach. He says that Yiras Hashem can take on, there are two levels of Yiras Hashem. One level of Yiras Hashem is, is, is Yiras Ha'onesh. That's the easier level to achieve. That you know that the Rebbe Shalom is going to punish you, so you're afraid of that, and therefore you, uh, you, you, you refrain from doing Averos. A loftier level of Yiras Hashem is Yiras Haromimus. 
the not not fear, so to speak, but what we would call awe. That you're so awed by Hashem, you're you you wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't take you would you wouldn't do anything wrong because you're so in awe of the Rebbeinu Shalom. So obviously, Yiras Haromus is a much more difficult level to achieve. Now, if someone reads the pasuk as Hashem Alkechatira, so one could read it either way as Yiras Yiras Haonesh or Yiras Haromus. So one who's not on the level to read it as Yiras Haromus can say, Yeah, okay, I could fulfill that. It's Yiras Haonesh. I can get to, that's an achievable yira that I could have. But if we're going to equate, we're going to be marbet thought of that, but then it's going to be very obvious that it's not yiras haonesh. The Tamil Chacham doesn't have the koach to be ma'anish. So it's not yiras haonesh that, that, that's being referred to if we're going to equate it with Tamil Chachamim. It must be yiras haromus. And he thought that, not that it's not true, that the drasha wouldn't be true. He thought it is a true drasha, but he better not darshan it. He better not go around publicizing such a drasha. Because if he goes around publicizing such a drasha, people are going to feel dejected, they're going to feel like it's impossible, they're going to feel that they're never going to be able to accomplish it. So he says, just like I'm a Kabbal Schar on the Drisha of every single S, and even of this S, I'm a Kabbal, I'd be a Kabbal Schar on the Drisha, because it's, 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 it's MS, it's a good drasha, but I'm going to be Mechabal Schar in the Prisha as well, because I need to encourage people to that 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 it's is, that the mitzvahs are achievable; that they could do it. So why did Rabbi Akiva come along and darshan it? Because if there's ever a person that could demonstrate that no matter how low you are, no matter how low you think you are, you can accomplish really amazing things and you can really achieve great things, Rabbi Akiva is the living embodiment of that. Rabbi Akiva is the living example of that. So Rabbi Akiva came along and darshaned, Es Hashem unless you think Yeris Romulus is beyond you, just look who darshaned it. It's Rabbi Akiva. He came from nothing. He came from being uh, a nobody. That's uh, that's the approach of Chassam Sofer. The Marsha over here has a, a, a different approach. Marsha says that the idea of darshaning every single S in the Torah is the ultimate in Kavada Torah. Why is it the ultimate in Kavada Torah? Because you're showing that even a throwaway word, so to speak, has meaning in the Torah. Every word in the Torah is pregnant with meaning. There's no word in the Torah that doesn't have meaning. Every single S in the Torah comes to teach me something. It's the ultimate in Kavada Torah. When he was Porish, and he said, Es Hashem Al-Kachatira, and he was Porish, he said, I'm going to get Schar for that too, because that's also Kavada Torah. I mean, that's the Kavada of the Ribbon Shalom, that I view the Ribbon Shalom with such Kavod, that I'm afraid to even be Marba, anything else in the same breath as the Ribbon Shalom. And then Rabbi Akiva comes along, and Rabbi Akiva Darshan's Rabbi Samit Chamim is also covered at Torah, because he realizes that the cover for the Talmud Chacham, even though the Gemara and Kiddushan earlier had, had an expression that Torah delayhu, that it is his Torah and therefore it is his covered, but nevertheless, even though it's his covered, the Talmud Chacham is the, is the bridge that connects us to the Ribbono Shalom. So the covered and the Mora that you have for the Talmud Chacham is really a, a, a first step to Mora Makom, to, to achieving a, a relationship with, uh, with the Ribbono Shalom. That's what the Talmud Chacham represents. That's what the Gemara says, that even though it's impossible to be misdabek by Kodesh Baruch Hu, because Eish Lahu, the Gemara Sotah says, because he's an all-consuming fire, nevertheless, you if, you, if, if you attach yourself to Talmudic Chachamim, so that's considered, or that leads you to an attachment to the Ribbono Shalom. So that's what the Talmud Chacham represents. It's also Kavadat Torah. So everything is about Kavadat Torah over here. Marshal doesn't mention it, but that's why at the end of Sotah, the mission at the end of Sotah says, Kishemes Rabbi Akiva Batla, Kavadat Torah, right? When Rabbi Akiva died, the Kavadat Torah was battled. What was Rabbi Akiva's 
big achievement in Kavad Torah that uh, I think Rashi over there says, I don't recall, but I think he says that the Rabbi Akiva would darshan all the, uh, the crowns on the letters in the Torah. That was meaning that there was nothing, there was no wasted ink in the, in the entire Torah. There's something to learn from every single letter, every single, every single crown on top of a letter in the Sefer Torah. That's Kavad Torah to show that it's, that, that it's so full of meaning, that it's so full of, uh, of lessons to teach us. And the Bali Musa point out a third part, and uh, there's more to say about you know, <laughs> there's a whole lot ahead of us. The Bali Musa point out a third vart that's uh, that's an, it's, it's, it's a, uh, also an important vart that Shimon uh, Amsuni and Nechani Amsuni, whoever this was, um, when he the the the, the great Musa over here uh, is that he darshaned every single else. It was his life's work, and then on when he was makir the MS, when he realized that you know what maybe I'm wrong about this, he was not afraid to say. You know, he could have fetched out of it, said, well, you know, you could dash it this way, you could dash it that way, the other drushes are still valid, even if this one... But you know what? He saw the MS, and he was willing to throw away his life's work in, 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 his, in his quest for truth. And that's the great Musra. And why was Rabbi Akiva able to darshan it and, and Chemi Amsuni or Shimon Amsuni not? Because Rabbi Akiva had a Rebbe, like Shimon Amsuni. Rabbi Akiva saw the precedent of someone like that, who was, a, who was so, such a seeker of MS, that it was in that Sukhus that Rabbi Akiva learned to be able to, uh, to darshan every S. That's what... Um, the last Rashi in the Torah, last Rashi in the Torah says that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, the, the great uh, one of the great things Moshe Rabbeinu did was that he broke the luchos. What's the godless that he uh, that he broke the luchos? No, the godless of breaking the luchos is the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu worked very hard for those luchos. The Kabbalah's Torah experience was not that easy. He had to achieve a very high level of, uh, of 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 spirituality to go up to a mountain for forty days, forty nights, not eat a thing, not sleep, and uh, come down with the luchos. It wasn't so easy. And and yet, when he saw that the MS was, that, that uh, Klal Yisrael wasn't ready for it, he was, uh, he was ready to break the luchos. He was ready to throw away his life's work, essentially, uh, because he saw that was the MS. There are other examples, obviously, of this. You have Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu, his whole life, uh, imagines that he's going to give the, uh, the, the brachos of the Bechor to, uh, to Esav. And then, uh, in one moment, he realizes that the Rebbe Shalom had other plans. And he has a Harada Gedola. He's, he trembles. But then that's it. Next pasuk, he already says, nope, that's what the Rebbe Shalom wanted, and he's ready to move on. Even though what that, his whole plan for his whole life was that Esav was, gonna, was going to receive it. Uh, a hakara of the MS, a uh, person has to be ready to recognize the MS and to do an about face, even if it means, uh, even if it means throwing away their, their life's work. That's the, uh, the great musr that, that we derive from here. Okay, but Egla Rufa. So then uh, the Mishnah said Egla Rufa is also... Asubana minalan. How do I know Egla Rufa is Asubana? So Amid Beraviana Kapara Ksibokikachim. It says Kapara by Egla Rufa, just like by Kachim. So Kachim is Asubana, Egla Rufa is Asubana as well. Fractosus over here, Tema, the Bakrisus, Mapakle Mivarfu Sham, Sham Tekfurasa. The Gemara Krisus has a different Russia to tell me that you can't get enough from Egla Rufa. It says that you do the Arifa Sham. Right, and we darshan, yeah, meaning shamtek furasa, that you need to bury it right there. I mean, you can't use it for other things. You have to bury the Agla Rufa right there. So don't we see from that pasuk that the Agla Rufa is Asubana? Why do I need this pasuk that we, that it's kaparak sivba kakachim? So it says, tells us, we need both pasukim. 
had it only said kapara, so I would have thought dafka when it's still alive, it's asurbana. Like kachim is also when it's still alive. After you shech the kachim, so there's a heter to, to eat the, the basar kachim. You'll add eat basar kachim. But I would have thought la'achar arifa, it would be mutter just like kachim. So that's why it says sham take furasa. No, once you do the arifa, make sure you bury it right there. There's no enough from it. And had I only had varfo sham, I would have said that it's dafka la'achar the arifa that it's asurbana. That's when, you, yeah, just when it's dead, bury it there. When it's still alive, you can use it to plow your field, and you can use it for all sorts of ana. So that's why I need the pasuk that kaparuk sivbaki kachim that it says it's treated like kachim in the sense that you can't get any ana from it while it's alive. Um, that's one answer Tos says. Second answer Tos says, interestingly, Tos says, maybe the drasha in Argamar is not the real drasha. It's just, uh, we're, we're mentioning it, we're saying it, but it's not really uh, the, the primary drasha. It's just uh, like an asmacht, or just uh, not even, it's just a way of mentioning uh, what the halacha is, a shorter way of mentioning what the halacha is, instead of quoting the whole drasha of Arfosham, the Shamtei Kfurasa. But it's not the primary drasha. That's, uh, normally we would only resort to an answer like that when uh, all other answers fail. Over here, Tulsus had a pretty good answer. I don't know what the problem was with his first answer, but uh, but, but he says maybe, yeah, maybe Enochinami, the Gemara is just saying this, but it's not really the, 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 the proper drasha. I don't know. I'm not sure why Tulsus would say that. Okay, says Gemara Vaiter. Sipore Mitzora, the birds that a Mitzora has to bring are also Asabana Minalan. How do I know that Sipore Mitzora are Asabana? So the Tanadbe Rabbi Shmal, Rabbi Shmal teaches as follows. Nemar Machshir Umachapur Mi Bifnim. We know that there's a din of Asha Mitzora and there's a din of all other carbon Ashams. There's a din of all other Karbanos Mi Bifnim that are inside the Azara. We also have a machshir, meaning the tzipari mitzora, and the machaper, the egla rufa, that are done outside of the mikdash, that are done far away from the mikdash, right? They're 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 chutz l'machne. So right, the the, the egla rufa is done in nachalei sun, and the mitzora is chutz l'machne. So when he does the tzipari mitzora, so it's done nowhere near the mikdash. Ma machshir machaper amar b'fnim. Just like the, the machshir machaper that are done inside the Mikdash, we treat the machshir like the machaper, meaning the asha mitzora is like all other kabanos. Af machshir machaper amar So too, when we have a machshir and a machaper outside of the Mikdash, Asaba machshir kemachaper. The machshir is treated like the machaper, meaning the tzipori mitzora should be just like the eglarufa. And we just derived from uh, whatever drasha it was, whether it's the drasha here or the drasha in Christus, that eglarufa is asubana, mimela the tzipori mitzora are also asubana. There's no chilik between the machshir and the machaper. When do the birds, when do the Mitzora birds become, become Asr? At what point in the process? So Rabbi Yochanan says, when you shecht it, that's when it becomes Asr. Rabbi says, not even before that, when you first take it to use for Tzipari Mitzora, it becomes Asr. If you look at Rashi, Mishashchita, Neseres Hashchuta Vamushulachas Muteres, meaning the assumption is that when you, uh, that there, there are two Tzipari Mitzora. One of them gets shechted, and one of them, you're one of them you set free. So, uh, so, so, Mishashchita means that obviously only the one that's going to get shechted is going to be Asr. The other one is going to be Mutter, because the other one never has a Shechita, and it only becomes Asr through the Shechita. So the other one would, be, would just be Mutter. The Tulsus, however, says, no, they ha- at this point in the Gemara, what we're supposed to be thinking is, Mishashchita, Pirish, Umushalachas Nami, Te Asr, Mishchitas Chavirta, 
that uh, that that the uh, the the assumption is that when you do the shechita on the one, they both become aser. Ah, you're going to be mishalayach the other one. So yeah, when you do the shiluach of the other one, you send it away. So it will become mutter when you send it away. But right now, when you do once you've done the shechita on the first one, they're both asubana. Rashi Tulsa says, and Tulsa says, don't say like Rashi. Don't tell me that there's no isra whatsoever on the one that, that you're sending away. Because it says mitzora implies two birds that become aser. Right? Tzipore mitzora, the Mishnah says, are aserbana. So obviously you have to assume that even the Mishalachas becomes aserbana. Otherwise it would just be Tzipor mitzora. So says the Gemara. So the Gemara is now going to explain each shita. Rabbi Yochan Mishalachas. Rabbi Yochan Mishalachita. Rabbi Yochanan says, why is it that Misha's Shechita becomes Aser? Because it's the, the Shechita that goes and makes it Aser. We derive it from Egla Rufa. Just like Egla Rufa is Aser even before you do the Shechita, before you do the Arifa, when it's still alive, so to Tzipar Mitzar, Aser when it's still alive. So you can't say Misha's Shechita because it's Aser even Mechayim. How do I know an Egla Rufa is Aser even when it's still alive? He said, you know what? I once heard a good uh, boundary, you know, a good place to say that's where the Egla Rufa becomes Aser, but I forgot what it is. But uh, then uh, the Chaverim came along and they said, that what is the moment that it becomes Aser? When it's brought down to the Nachalesan. That's a step in the process dictated by the Torah, and that's what causes the Arifa, that's what leads to the the shame Egla Arufa, it only gets a shame Arufa when it's brought down to the Nachal Eisan. so at that point, this animal is now labeled an animal that's designated for Egla Arufa, and that's when it becomes Aser, so we, even though it's, it's not yet dead, so you see that Egla Arufa is Aser Mechaim, so we wanted to say, right, Rish wanted to say, the same is going to be true, part of Mitzara, that while it's still alive, it's going to be Aser, so it says, well, wait a second, you might Egla Rufa does not become Asr the moment you take it, it only becomes Asr when you bring it down to the Nachal Eisan. So why should Tzipari Mitzorah become Asr the moment you take it? Way before the Egla Rufa becomes Asr. If we're learning it out from Egla Rufa, how come it becomes Asr at an earlier stage in the process? At the Shas Lekicha. So Gemara says, well, Hachi Hashta, you have to compare apples to apples. You know, Hachi Hashta, it's, 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 uh, it's an invalid comparison. Hasam Isli Gvalachrina. Hacham Isli Gvalachrina. By Egla Rufa, there is a Gvul, there's something else to point to. There's another major step to point to other than the Lekicha where it could become Asr. Namely, Bringing it down to the Nachalesan. By the Tzipar Mitzorah, there's the Lakicha, and then there's the Shechita slash Shiluach. There is no other step in the middle. So when there's no other step in the middle, you're going to have to go back to the last major step. And the last major step was the Lakicha, so that's what you have to say. That's when it becomes Aser. Aye, what about the bringing of the birds to where the Mitzorah is? Isn't, why isn't it just like the bringing the, the Aglaruf to the Nachalesan? Why is it any different? What about the bringing of the birds to where the Mitzorah is? So it says, Tosos, no. Havas Siparim doesn't count like the Harada Saglarufa. 
Torah. Why? Because Haradas Egla Rufus mentioned Beferish in the Torah. It says Vahuridu Ziknea Ir Sagla. But the Havas Tsipurim is not mentioned in the Torah. All it says is Velaka that you take it. Lakichas Tsipurim Mitzar is mentioned. The Havaa of the Tsipurim Mitzar is not mentioned. And therefore, it doesn't count as a major stage. So now we have this Machlokas Rabbi Yochan Reish When does it become Asr? So now Rabbi Yochan is going to ask a couple of Kashas on Reish Lakish. Number one, Ace Rabbi Yochan Reish Lakish, called Tsipur Torah Tochelu. That comes to tell me that uh, that the uh, the bird that you send away is mutter. Uh, meaning when when the pasuk says uh, that's really just the pasuk telling me that birds are kosher, right? That uh, that the, all, you're allowed to eat kosher birds. There's such a thing as a kosher bird. Obviously, unlike by fish and by animals, where it lists simanim to be able to tell by a bird, the Torah lists birds. Right, it tells you which birds are, are, are kosher, which birds are not kosher. Um, obviously, that's the whole issue with mesora by a bird. Whereas by an animal, it's not as important to have a mesora because if it has the simonim, it's kosher. By a bird, there may be a mesora. That's why Rav Shechter doesn't eat turkey because he thinks that the mesora is not strong enough for uh, for turkey. But whatever, that's a different topic for a different time. And the Pasuk comes to tell me the uh, the shchuta, that the shchuta you don't eat from. But wait a second. If you want to tell me that it's already Asr before you shechted, you need to tell me again that it's Asr after you shechted? Of course it's Asr. It's already, uh, it's already Asr before you shechted. So, No, I might have thought it's just like Kachim. That Kachim before you shechted is Asr. Not allowed to get any hanah from it because it's because it's kodesh. But after you shecht it, all of a sudden you're allowed to eat its meat. So I might have thought the same is true of the tzipor mitzora kamash mulan. Therefore, it comes to tell me no that this is not going to become mutter when you shecht it. After you shecht it, it's going to remain aser. Eisve. So he asks writer shecht of an imtzis trefa yikach zug l'shnia varishonim mutaris bana. If you shecht the animal, one of the birds, and it turns out to be a trefa, so find a new pair. For the uh, for the surviving bird, the one that turned out to be a trefa is mutarbana. But if you hold that it was already asr when it was still alive, it had already become asr when it was still alive. So why is it mutarbana now that you were shechted it and it became uh, became a trefa? Uh, if if it was already asr, by what what made it mutar? It was already asr. And Rashi points out that the assumption over here is that the word trefa over here really means nevela. That you messed you messed up the shechita, and because you messed up the shechita, that's why it became non kosher. Meaning you, you could have done a proper shechita, it could have been okay. We're assuming that it was everything was fine with the bird beforehand, and that's why it had its iser already. If it's aser mechayim, it was already aser. If Rishlakish is right that it's aser mishas lekicha, it was in fact aser because it was a perfectly fine bird to use for 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 the mitzora. But then you messed up the shechita, and we're apparently saying that it becomes mutter after that point. So Amalei Sarei Shlakish responds, no, that's not what Trefa means. Trefa doesn't mean it became a Nevela, that you messed up the Shechita. Hachamai Eskin Gonshin Nimtzei Shtrefa B'bnei Me'eha. Delochalu ala Kedusha Klal. We were talking about where it became a Trefa uh, means that after you shechted it, you found that it was a Trefa the whole time. And because it was a Trefa the whole time, although you thought it was Aser beforehand because you were Mafrasha to use for the Mitzorah, it turns out that it was an invalid Afrasha because it was a, the bird wasn't kosher. So so that, that's why it's a, it doesn't work. So that's how Rashi understands. Tosos disagrees. Tosos says, if you look toward the end of Tosos, Yimra Maskel Shachta, Mekasha, Kinami Nimsa Shtrefa Shnakva Adakin, Shema Trefos Ba Achara Lekicha. He says, 
Still, how do you know that it only became that, that it was a trefa the whole time? Even if you find you shecht it and you open it up and you find that it was a trefa, how do you know it was a trefa the whole time? Maybe it just became a trefa right now. Why should it be mutter? Why don't we assume that maybe it was a valid lechicha? It became maser, and then the animal got sick and became a trefa. So that shouldn't. Uh, so there's nothing that should have been matir this animal. So it also says that initially Initially, we thought the Havamina was that you shechted it and found that it was a trefa, but it was the type of trefa, the type of, of simon tarfus that could develop through illness. And uh, therefore, you have to be machmir, and uh, the, the, reason, the reasonable thing to assume would be to be machmir, because mishas l'kicha, it was aser. But then the Gemara's maskana is, no, you find the type of trefa, you find that it's missing a liver. Meaning, it's missing something. It's a trefa that's, uh, that, that, that was obviously always like that. And that's how you know for sure at the Shas, shas Lakicha that nothing happened, that it didn't take on the status of Tzipari Mitzar at the Shas Lakicha, even though you wanted it to, but it wasn't a kosher animal at the Shas Lakicha. You know for sure because it's a condition that the animal always had. That if you, uh, if you shech the animal without all the proper uh, uh, things that you need to do the Dipping and everything. So Rabbi Yaakov Omer hold the hooks the mitzvasa asura. Since it was already hooked to the mitzvasa, the animal is asura. Rabbi Shimon Omer hold the nishkla shalokam mitzvasa mutaris. Rabbi Shimon says no, since it was shechted improperly without all the uh, all, all the accompaniments, so it's going to be mutter. Adkan lo pligel marsav shchita shen roish mashchita marsav shchita shen roish mashchita. What's the whole machlokas? You did a shchita that was improper. Does that count or does it not count? But the kuli amia mechayim lo mitzvah. But everyone seems to be assuming that prior to the shchita. It's not aser. Question is, when you do the shechita in an improper way, does the shechita count enough to make it aser? But before it sounds that it's not aser. That shita in tanaim that you just quoted me obviously holds that it was an aser mechayim. But there is a shita in tanaim that holds it is aser mechayim. The same drasha we quoted before. But Reish Lakish thinks it has one additional layer of meaning. That namely, just like uh, by Kachim, uh, it's Asr Mechayim, so too over here that uh, the Tzipari Mitzorah are Asr Mechayim. Gufa. Right, we we darshan from the pasuk that a mishulachas, the bird that you send away, you're allowed to eat, and the bird that you shecht, you're not allowed to eat by the tzipari mitzora. So, how do you know it's not reversed that the bird that you shecht maybe you're allowed to eat, and the bird that you send away is 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 not kosher? So, the gemara's gonna have a number of answers, three answers, I believe. Answer number one: We never find that. You're going to take a live animal and designate that animal as usher forever. By Nevela, you say it. By Trefa, those are all dead animals, right? But by a live animal, you don't go and take a live animal and say it's going to be usher forever. Maskav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak Velo, really, you don't. What about Avodah Zarah animals? They're Balei Chaim and they're usher forever. 
So kiasiru l'gval, the head didn't miss shari. No, they're only asur to use as karbanos. They're not asur to eat. They're not asur to, to use for a head yet. So says Gemara, but still, maswa b'yirmiya hare rovea v'nirva be'edim. Tavalechayim ninu v'asiri. What if there are edim that saw the balchai uh, be used for bestiality? So that's a balchai and it's going to be asur forever. So Elam rabiyachim mishum rabishum minichai v'lomitzinu rov balechayim shasurim. What he meant to say is, most of the time you don't find live animals that you're going to say are forever going to be asur. So since you don't find that, that's why the, tzipor, the, the, the bird that you're sending out, you're not going to designate as the usser one because it's still a live, perfectly fine bird. You're not going to designate it as usser forever. The second answer, why we don't designate that bird as the usser one, the bear of Ishmael Dhamma Krav, Vishalach Sada. Kisada, we dash that it's like a field. Masada Mutaris, Afainami Mutaris. Just like a field is generally mutter, this is also mutter. That's the drasha from the word sadeh. We already used the word sadeh. Teach me a different drasha. What's the drasha? That you shouldn't stand in Yafo, which is right by the sea, and throw it into the sea. Meaning send the uh, the bird into the sea. Right near the desert, throw it into the desert. Shouldn't send it into the city. If you're uh, in the city, you could send it outside of the Choma. So that's what we darshan from uh, from the Sada. Um, meaning that uh, that in the Sada it doesn't help to do the Shiluach. I mean, you have to be Mishalach to the Sada. How could you not do the Shiluach in the Sada? Where do you think the Mitzorah is? He was sent out of the city, so he's obviously in the Sados that are surrounding the city. Maybe what you have to say is, after they do the process, the Kohen then takes it into the city and sends it from there. But that's where, in fact, the Shiluach has to, uh, has to come from. Um, okay. You, know, you can make both drushos from the word Sadiq because it has an extra hay at the beginning. A third approach, how we know that the one that you're Mishalech is not Asr. Because that's crazy. You're going to send out a bird that's Asr and just let it go and roam freely. How's anyone going to know it's Asr? It's not wearing a sign that says I'm Asr. So people are going to take it, they're going to catch it, they're going to shecht it. It's terrible. So you can't leave such a Takala out there. The Seir Nazir, Minalan, how do we know Seir Nazir? So, so we see it's compared to, 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 to something that's Kadosh. And just like something that's Kadosh, is also banah, so the Seir Nazir is also banah. Wait a second. It's really just like Hegdish. By Hegdish, you can redeem it from money, and then what was previously Hegdish is now Chulin. So, you say the same by the Seir Nazir. So, it says, no, Mikarin and Kodesh. Kadosh Karinan. It's not Kodesh like Hegdish, it's Kadosh. I ain't, we're not Pekin Bechaseros Vyaseros. How do we know where there's an extra Vav, where there's not an extra Vav? So Rashi writes, Vikodesh Vizechad Minashlosha Asr Bimasaros Chaserim. This is one of the ones we know is a Chaser. There are a few that were Bekin in, this is one of them. Vipetr Chamar, how do we know Petr Chamar is Asr Banan? Name Masis and look Rabbi Shimon. It sounds that our mission is against Rabbi Shimon. The Tanya, Petr Chamar, Asr Banan, Rabbi Yudim Shimon Matir. Rabbi Shimon holds its Takamutabana. Amram Nachman Ravu, La Acharif of Divrekal. We're assuming it's after the Arifa and we're assuming like everybody. Basar b'chalav. What about basar b'chalav? Minalan. How do I know that's basar b'na? The Tanah ben Rabbi Shmuel lo sevashel gediba chalivi mo gimel pamim. Pasuk says three times lo sevashel gediba chalivi mo. Echad isra chilav, echad isra na, echad isra bishul. Once teach me you're not allowed to eat. Once teach me you can't get a na. Once teach me that you're not allowed to cook 
Basar B'chalav. So Masnisen, Delo Kiyaitana, just to point out, our Mishnah is against the following Tana. When our Mishnah assumes Basar B'chalav is Asar Bana, it's against the following Tana. The Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, Yudha Omer, Basar B'chalav, Asar B'chilu, Umutar Bana. He holds that it's Asar B'chilu, but it's Mutar Bana. Shinamra, Ki Am Kadosh Ata, Lashem Elokecha. Lo Savashal Gadi, B'chalav Yimo. It says, Your Nam Kadosh, therefore Lo Savashal Gadi. Ula Lanu Omer, Va'anshe Kodesh, Ti And by a Trefa, it also says something about being. Anashim Kedoshim. So we compare Trefa to Basar B'chalav, namely, just like a Trefa is Asr B'chila, but you are allowed to get Hanah from it. So to buy Basar B'chalav, it may be Asr to, to eat Basar B'chalav, but it is Mutter to get Hanah from Basar B'chalav. Okay, and tomorrow we'll start. start.